Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. So having successfully navigated out of my career with LAPD and Teresa out of her career at the UCLA Medical Center, we've been looking back on that situation, thinking about what we really wish we had known before we made the leap. Now, I really wish we had done this when Teresa first left her job because there was a lot of things that I could have learned that would have helped speed up the process and help me have less stress while I was leaving my career. And that's what we really want to make sure we share with you. So you don't have to go through the pain and struggle of figuring these things out on your own because I really wish we had a video like this back then. Now, looking back, we rushed through things. We tried to throw things on the wall to see what was going to stick. And we really didn't have a solid plan because we really didn't know any of these things that we're going to talk about today even existed. So whether you're looking to start a business so you can leave your career or you're looking to scale your business so you can separate from your job full time, we want to share the 10 things that we wish we knew because this would have made it as seamless and quick as possible. So make sure you stick around to the end so you can hear all 10 of these pieces and how they work together because even not knowing one of these could actually slow down your progress and create more stress. And that's something we definitely don't want for you. Develop a structure for your day. Usually when we're working full time, we have some type of structure. But when you start working for yourself, you don't really think about how your day is going to be, how it's going to be scheduled. I mean, part of the reason why you leave your full time job is because you want to have some type of freedom. But if you want to make the best out of your days and stay focused, you need to have some type of structure. Number two is try to solve problems in advance. Like Teresa was talking about, when you jump into working as a full time entrepreneur or business owner, you don't realize what the structure of your day is going to look like. Sometimes it just feels like we're going to have all the time in the world. And even though I do love that heart voice, we also have to bring it back down to reality. And that's thinking about potential problems that could come up in the interim so that you can solve them in advance. What's going to happen if there's an emergency? What happens if you get sick? How are other areas of your life going to be affected? And any other thing that could come up that could potentially get you off course. Now, I had an opportunity to actually practice this. I had a month of vacation before I actually left my career. So I set it up as if I was a full-time business owner for that month. And the aha moments that I had and the adjustments that I could make so that when it did happen, it wasn't so stressful was a game changer. So that's why step number two is solve for problems in advance. And if you can, set up a structure like I did where you can actually test it before you have the opportunity to go full-time into your business. Number three is don't burn bridges. Remember, you never know what's going to happen. You want to leave your full-time job on good terms. 
Of course, we want to think that everything is going to work out. You're going to go into entrepreneurship and that's the way your life is going to be. However, we don't know what's going to happen. So if for whatever reason you got to go back to your full-time job, you want to make sure that that is possible if in fact you do have to go back. And another note on this, your former coworkers could be potential clients in the future, or you can come in as a consultant. There are so many possibilities. Just keep the doors open. Now, the next thing is more of a statement, but I want you to have this eye-opening experience right now. And that is don't quit your job just so you can start a business that actually turns into another job that you hate more. Here's the thing. Sometimes we all want an exit strategy and we want to get there as soon as possible. But by leaning into things that we don't have passion for or that we don't enjoy at least somewhat is going to have us exchanging one dislike for another. Instead, make sure you're actually setting yourself up for success here. I'm not saying you have to love everything in business. Trust me, I don't. But you have to have some kind of passion or purpose that allows you to get through not just the great days, but the hard days too. Yes, I remember it was my goal to do whatever I could to leave my career. But also, I didn't want to leave something and find something new that I would dislike just as much or even more. So make sure you challenge yourself with this question. Number five is money scarcity. Yes, it can be scary to leave your full-time job. A lot of that fear comes in the form of finances. But just because you're leaving your full-time job doesn't mean that you need to hoard money and not invest and put energy into your business. You still want to see that grow. So just be careful about these money limiting beliefs that you might have that can keep you from making that happen. And like they say, scared money don't make money, which is why number six, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into your finances. Yes, you want to remove some of the novelties maybe you've been plugging into and build up some savings so that you have a little bit of a security blanket. But you also have to think about things that maybe you didn't even think about. Things like medical insurance, life insurance, dental insurance. That's why it's critical to connect with a financial planner to help you find out maybe some of those nuances that you didn't even think about before you decided to leave your job. Now, finances can be a point of contention, not only for you leaving your career, but you can also take that energy into other areas of your life. Just be cautious, like Teresa said, for any money-limiting beliefs that could come up that could potentially self-sabotage you in the process. Pulling money out of your growth, pulling money out of your business, and not think about some of those necessities that might be added when you leave your full-time job is a recipe for disaster. So be sure and get some financial planning help because it will give you the peace of mind to know that once you do leave, that you are going to be financially secure. Number seven is processing emotions. Your reason for leaving your full-time job may be because you're just not happy. Maybe you don't like your boss or your coworkers or your environment. And then we think that if we leave and go on to something else or start our own business, those feelings are going to change. However, this isn't always the case. Sometimes we'll actually bring those emotions from one situation and bring it on to the next because we actually haven't processed those emotions. So make sure you talk to a coach so that you can actually process those emotions and not bring it into your business. Now, step number eight is no second guessing or using shame, guilt, or humiliation if you find out new information later. Here's the thing. We make decisions based off of the information we have right now. If some type of decision that you make, whether it's in your business or your career, ends up not being the right move for you to take, one of the things you can't do is you can't beat yourself up because you just made the decision with the information that you had at that moment. Getting new information and then going back and thinking about how you would do it differently is not helpful at all. Remember, you have to have your own back in this situation. Instead, realize that you can make a new decision, make any adjustments you need to, but also be proud of yourself for making that decision in the first place. Because so many people just think about it and never take any action. But that's not you. You stepped into it and it's time to be proud of yourself. Number nine is planning. Bring other people into this, whether it's your significant other, family, friends. We're all going to need some type of help. 
And getting other people involved and in the planning process can make it so much easier for yourself. Maybe you're going to need someone to watch the kids. Maybe you're going to need some help with decision making. Whatever that may be, make sure you sit down and make a plan for it. And not just with yourself, but with others too. And number 10 is find your squad. This could be a group of people who are also working their way out of their career, but it should also include people who've been able to successfully navigate this in the past. Now, when I say find your squad, I don't mean just finding your yes squad, the one that's not going to challenge you. I'm talking about the people who are willing to push you so you can become the best version of yourself. These people are actually kind of rare. A lot of people will back off in the situation, but remember, if you truly want to leave your job and the other person knows that because they know what it's like on the other side, they're going to push you a little bit harder than you typically would push yourself. And it's going to get you to raise your standards, which is going to make this all possible for you. So if there's one tip that is the most powerful one of all, it's this one. And that's lean into your squad, the group that's going to push you to grow and especially make sure some of those people have gone through that process themselves because like they say, success leaves clues. I just want to say how much I appreciate you for being willing to do the hard things, not only to leave your career and create this life of freedom, but by helping a lot of other humans do the same exact thing. I mean, just think about it. You are proof that it's possible for other people who also want to go on this mission, but haven't put in the energy or effort that you have yet. Thank you for being that type of leader. We need more people like you in the world. Thanks for what you do out there every single day, and we'll see you in the next video.